Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. When investment performance matters, make sure your savings are with Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Orla, thank you very much for that. Now, the largest hotel in Drogheda is to be converted into a centre for asylum seekers. The local authority is seeking a meeting with the Minister for Integration, Roderick O'Gorman, to request his intervention, as we heard a little earlier on from our reporter Barry Lenehan, and councillors in this area will shortly hold an emergency meeting over the plans. For more on all of this, Minister of State for International Development and Diaspora, Sean Fleming, and Sinn Féin spokesperson on Foreign Affairs, McCarthy, joins us now, and you're both very welcome to the programme. Uh, Minister Sean Fleming, I'll come to yourself first and I wondered you accept the, the claims from local politicians that there was simply no consultation at all in this case? Well what I understand the actual position is that yesterday local um, elected representatives would have received information in relation to the proposal which is expected to come into effect in three weeks time on the 5th of March so there's a three week period for the communications and discussions and clarification between now and then. If they were moving in the day after the people got the notice that would be absolutely correct but there's a three week timetable between when the notification was given to local public representatives and the start date for this facility to be used for this but that, purpose. But that's communication, but that's isn't period. it? So yeah, that, so that's communication, question, not consultation. I, I don't accept there's been no period uh, to allow for communications um, on this matter. There's a three-week yeah. period started yesterday. Okay, so sorry, I, I'm not asking was there communication, I'm asking was there consultation. Do you think what happened no, yesterday represents consultation with the local community? And then what happened yesterday was the first information note, and there's a three-week period now, and I think there's a period, um, the decision will have been made. The most important thing, I think, for any town that's losing such a very prominent hotel, and we've seen it in other areas, the owners have given the commitment that this hotel, which people rely on up there for social functions, family events, that the function rooms and the bars will continue to remain open. So what this is, there will be accommodation. The bedrooms will be occupied, some of the areas for their food and accommodation, but the function rooms that the people who are used to using for events and dinner dances and everything like that, mm. family events, will continue to be open. So I understand the premises is big enough for both purposes. Yeah, but the whole problem, of course, what the locals are saying um, is that the accommodation aspect of the hotel will be gone. Uh, there was no consultation, is what they're saying. They have been presented with this as a fait accompli yesterday. And they're saying this is going to have a huge knock-on effect on the local economy in the town for big events, we'll start, for flags. We'll start with that point. Because the, the rooms are going to be uh, full now with people who are residing there full time. Because the bars and the function rooms and everything are going to remain open, I understand the owner has given an absolute commitment that all jobs are being retained, so there's no loss of employment, and in fact there could be an increase in employment. And I do understand there won't be people staying in the hotel as a tourist. Uh, yeah. a tourist so, so that is the but point though, isn't it, Minister? It's, it's not employment specifically in the hotel, although there was a concern over that, and as you say, that has been clarified today, the employment of the people working in the hotel will be maintained but what local politicians and local businesses are saying they're worried about is the local economy the people going to the cafes and the restaurants outside the hotel who might be coming to Drogheda for big events um, or as part of the various tourism plans that Drogheda have been working on they say very hard they now have nowhere to stay 
Yeah, and there is a reduction in accommodation for tourists because the rooms are going to be uh, provided for the people. The families, I stress it, the families and children. And I think, you know, um, we have reached a better situation here than in other places when a lot of the hotel is still available for people who are coming. Okay. But yes, the bedrooms are going to be used for that purpose. And there's All no right, McCarthy, what do you think of this? I just find it hard to believe that a Fianna Fáil minister is actually defending what has happened in Drogheda and what has been happening increasingly across the state whereby there was no communication, there was no engagement, there certainly was no consultation. What happened was that local elected representatives were informed of a development after the contract had been signed, a development that will have huge implications for the local economy, huge implications for local services and is clearly going to um, create challenges for the local community who, like most Irish communities, I'm sure, um, want to be welcoming to those who are coming to our country in search of international Mm. protection, but who have found themselves at the front line of community disillusionment because of what has been a diabolical approach to planning. So what I have always said is that prior to contracts being signed, that that is the time to have engagements. And I've seen this work well, by the way, Sarah, in the past. Previously, my own community in County Monaghan has dealt with resettlement programmes, with refugee accommodation and programmes with emergency accommodation for international protection applicants. And in each of those instances previously, and I'm talking a decade ago at this stage, there would have been an engagement of stakeholders well in advance, where all service providers were the HSE, local schools, the local authority where local elected representatives would actually be informed of what the plan was, would set out their concerns if there were any, the proposals in order to make sure that that those who were coming to our community could be accommodated um, in, in, in an, an appropriate way and to ensure that the community, the existing community, wasn't um, wasn't expected to bear the burden. What we have had now instead is government dealing directly with a very small number of private operators who, let's face it, are making an absolute fortune on the back of the way the government are handling this. Yeah, well, and then local community they're and business decisions for themselves. So they? be it. But government aren't entitled to um, engage with them arrange and agree a contract with them that will have huge implications for the local economy, for local communities and then tell those local communities and those people who are involved in the local economy after the deal has been done. Sean Fleming? Yeah, and ultimately the long-term answer for this, if the numbers continue to come as they have been in recent years, is that we would have state-owned accommodation Mm. facilities available and there are ongoing discussions and reports will be going to Cabinet in the coming weeks on trying to identify... No, I I understand that, Okay, I do understand that and we've heard about that, right? But we've also heard now, I mean, people are blue in the face saying it, aren't they, Jean Fleming, for the last 12 months? Consultation, consultation, consultation. No, I'm not talking about the long term. I'm talking about for the last 12 months, people are talking about please consult with the local communities, talk to people, let them know what's going on. Don't let them get their information from social media. Don't leave them in an information vacuum. And yet it seems to have happened again in this instance. I, I, I get that point, but there's a difference as what happened here. And the only point is it's almost three weeks before this is going to happen. And no, but the whole point is that this is it, a fait accompli. No, no. So that's not consultation, that's communication. So there is a difference now. Consultation no, would allow there, will, people to have feedback issues, on, on, on the all, situation, the, wouldn't it? The issues that you're referring to there in terms of facilities, how the people will be able to get to school, if, education, teaching English, medical um, access to medical facilities. That's what the next two and a half weeks are about, arranging all those things. 
given that they are coming. There's no getting away from the fact that they are coming. And now uh, what's best is for people to negotiate and discuss how best this can work now, um, given that part of the hotel is going to remain open, except for the bedrooms uh, for people in the And area. what do you say, as a former business minister, to the local businesses in the area? Yeah, well, the, the first thing, and I know you did dismiss it, all jobs are going to be retained there, and that's important, and it shouldn't be ignored. I didn't and dismiss it. I made the point that businesses are making, which is that one of their primary concerns is tourism. Yes, and definitely there is going to be a shortage of bedrooms in that area. Mm. So and what do you say to the local businesses? So, so what I would say, there, there might be facilities immediately in the area, but there are other hotels in the region, and um, I, I do believe in the Louth area there will be sufficient beds for the tourists in the area, notwithstanding these hotel Where? beds are taken out. But, you know that there's lots of uh, mass is closer to. I've been in various hotels in in um, in, in Nout over a period of time in my work. Well, this is I the biggest hotel in Drogheda. Drogheda feel that they're in competition with Dundalk for local tourism and and for people coming to them. They say they've put in place a big tourism plan to try and build up the town. Is it not a responsibility of government before they make a decision to take a big uh, f- function place like a hotel, out, a, a big area like a hotel, out of a town? Is it not the responsibility of government to look at the economic impact on the town? It is, and as I have said... And did government do that in this instance? No, there will be an impact in terms of beds. And what is important here, what we haven't had... I've, I have four locations in Niche where the hotels years ago were closed and no longer function. Here we're still going to have a functioning area for all the local activities that would normally go on into function rooms in that hotel, notwithstanding the issue and accepting the issue that the bedrooms won't be there. But I'm hopeful that um, with tourism promotion there will be enough beds in the general region, but not in this particular hotel. Okay, and, and you're just hopeful on that on the basis of, a, of a, a vague sense that there's probably beds elsewhere, is that it? Or do you, do you have any figures you've for just, me? You've just highlighted yourself that there's actually competition in county now. You highlighted that. So yeah. that's me. That's, that's what the local of, businesses in Drogheda are concerned not, about. That's, that's the point. This is a big, this is a big hotel. But based on what you've said, that there's lots of competition between areas in County Louth to attract uh, tourists to stay overnight. That implies there are lots of facilities in the general area. But Sorry, Sean, I, I, I don't think you understand the point. The point is the people in Drogheda, the local businesses in Drogheda, are concerned that there's going to be nowhere for tourists to stay in the town, so tourists will go elsewhere, like, for example, to Dundalk. Yes, and, uh, and nobody is saying that those bedrooms uh, will be available for tourists. They are gone. Yeah. And, uh, so the what, my yeah, question then again is, does government have any responsibility when making a decision like this to assess the economic impact on the town? And if it does have that responsibility, did it do it in this instance? Yeah, what I'm saying is, and I'm saying it now for the third time, there was a big improvement in affecting the economy and facilities for people in the area by maintaining, in this case, that all the function rooms that people would normally use who live seven days a week all year in the area to continue to have those facilities. And that's okay. a big improvement from other locations. So there has all right. been a step. All right. I want to, I want to, OK, as you say, it's the third time. Um, I want to bring McCarthy back in on this. And McCarthy, we heard from the owners of the hotel. They're very clear on what they're doing here. They, the hotel needs renovation. And this is a plan for them to uh, contract to government for two years and use that money to reinvest in the hotel and have it as a big facility for the town for the next 25 years. 
due respect to the owners, they probably considered that they've hit the jackpot. There's plenty of hotels right across the state that are struggling, that are finding it difficult um, and have been crying out to government for assistance. I think it is scandalous that the the, the easiest way to resolve their issues that is presented to them is to actually stop being a hotel. Local communities do need hotel accommodation. Yeah. There's a reason why every town okay, um, would say, have had a hotel you're, accommodation. You're I know. Right? Okay, just say, yeah. just say you're, you're in Roger Gorman's place here and you have a crisis on your hands whereby you have uh, in, incoming migration. Every week you're getting hundreds of people coming into this country and you have nowhere to put them. And a hotel owner puts up his hand and says, look, you can have my place for the next two years. What I am saying say no? is... No, what I'm saying is the approach of Roderick O'Gorman and Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael to this is actually making it more difficult to resolve this issue because there is of course locations across the state that would be suitable and are suitable for this purpose. The difficulty is that the only criteria that has been laid down by government is the availability of a building. No consideration is given to the existing number of international protection applicants that are already in a community. No consideration is given to the level of services. No consideration is given to the economic impact that the particular building would have and rather than actually setting out an approach that is led by private operators who, as I say, are making a huge amount of money, what I would argue the government need to do is to start from actually putting in a plan system because if we're going to have an asylum system, then what? Can I I just ask you finally on this then? Say government did put in a a plan whereby they looked at the economic impact and they looked at the number of migrants already in the community um, and they looked at the services available. It's entirely likely, isn't it, that no matter where they looked, there would be problems on each of those three criteria. There would be problems. There'd be pressure points. There so they be. have to find somewhere still. So if this is going to work, then we have to have a system that is seen to be fair, efficient and enforced. That's the only way a migration and an asylum process will have the, will work for those people who are seeking international protection and work for local communities. The difficulty we have is that the government's approach is not seen to be fair and not only that, it is not fair um, because it is putting the emphasis entirely on private operators to co- come into communities, get an opportunity to make um, a lot of money when okay. no consideration is given for the other elements that are crucially important in order to ensure that this system works. What is happening at the moment is that there are probably business operators all All over the country that might have suitable businesses. They're staying 100 miles away from Roderick O'Gorman's department because they've seen the debacle that they've created in other communities. All right. right. Well, it's it's up to each business owner to make a decision based based on what they think is best for their business. Um, Sean Fleming, I don't know if you want to briefly respond to that and I I want to ask you about that. Go on And I want people to actually play back and listen to what Matt has just said. It's the biggest act of hypocrisy I ever heard. He is given out about private owners, but then he's saying there's other private hotels somewhere else that they should go to other no, private so owners. So he's knocking this private owner. He is actually said they can go to private And he's actually said I'm saying to you, you have said there's other hotels they could go to, but not this one. So you name the ones they can go to instead of saying there's some other hotel. You object to the next one the same as you're objecting to this one. So don't tell us there's other hotels Sean, that they can go to. Sarah, you to name them that. and we look at them. You that, name them and we look at them. What I have said is that there are other businesses. I said there are other business operators that might have yeah, more suitable property, including vacant, including vacant property. But what I am saying is, what I am saying, and this is important. What I am saying is, this cannot be led by the whim of private operators. This has to be led and planned by government. And the core problem here is that government do not have a plan. And you will probably object to that too. 
All right, I just want to ask you, just very finally, Sean Fleming, on, on a, a separate topic, the thought they announced today that Israel um, yeah. is carrying out... Well, this is part of 20 million euro in funding that Ireland has yeah. announced for UNRWA, but as part of that, the thought that Michal Martin said Israel is carrying out a disinformation campaign against UNRWA. I just wonder yeah. what evidence the thought that has for that. Well, what, what's most important, and this all goes back to the funding issue, which we announced this morning, and the Tarnish announced that when um, um, the uh, chief executive was here in town, because other countries have announced that they're cutting or suspending funding. We were the first to ask other countries not to do that, because there's only one people who will suffer, that's the women and children in yeah. the Gaza, and we want to help them. That's our first priority. It's clear. It's clear. We heard all about the massive tunnels, you know, when they moved in there a while ago, and we've just seen a few little manholes. Of course there's exaggeration on the Israeli side, and that's an absolute fact if people want to see that. Okay. Okay, well, we might, we might look into that in a little more detail on another occasion. We'll have to leave it there for the moment, and thank you both for joining us. That's Sean Fleming and McCarthy. 